Tundra Talk episode 17. We're back. We're here. We're going to start putting out episodes again. Took a bit of an absence because school, um, college really started to pour things on for us in our final weeks of the semester. Hopefully this semester we'll be able to get a little more consistent. Today's episode we're just going to cover the conclusion of the NFL regular season, um, the Bucks, and how they're how they're doing. They've been they've been number one in the power rankings for a little bit now. Um, the Badgers got the Rose Bowl coming up in in two days actually, um, and then the Brewers and all their roster additions and subtractions. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brew City Boys. That's at Brew City Boys. You can also like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on Bruce on YouTube by searching Brew City Boys. If you're liking what you're hearing, go give us a share and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and tell all your friends about how great we are. Enjoy the episode. Uh, you're listening to Tundra Talk. December 30th took us a long time to finally put this episode the last one was before like what 49ers game yeah dude it's been a fat minute week 12 of the nfl <laughs> it's been season a while. yeah so we're back now we're here for the new year um actually bruce city boys turns turns one year old in two days isn't that awesome they do they do yeah it's awesome yeah it's been a grind it's been a journey so but yeah excited for it finally back but both have been busy with finals. I recently gotten a job, so I've been working a lot. And a great, but, uh, great Wisconsin business. <laughs> good old but, Menards. Uh, good old Menards, baby. But uh, but yeah, we'll be uh, hopefully getting back into some sort of a rhythm at some point. We're still going to be pretty busy here with the new year and um, school coming to a close. But but yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh, Get this episode underway, shall we? Yeah, well, uh, let's let's start it out. Let's just talk about the Brewers for a minute. Yeah, I'm good with that. They, uh, I don't remember if we talked about them unveiling the new logo officially. I, I, I know we that talked we talked about, about that they were gonna do it. Yeah, with the new jerseys. I don't think we officially talked about what, like what the what like what we thought or yeah. our thoughts on it and things like that. Um, we were talking, we were like, we were being like skeptical about like, oh, what, like what we what we were gonna think about it. But to be honest, I I kind of like it. I like, I love it. I love yeah. like the ball and logo, the or the ball and mitt logo. That's I I've always loved it. Mm-hmm. That's the only people, Brewers attire I purchase. Like, yeah, and people are like, oh, there's nothing really like new about it. It's just like the old logo with like a little bit of a new like inside of like a little newer logo but i was like eh, I, I i don't mind i think it's like a, it looks cleaner yeah it looks a lot cleaner it looks clean i love the colors that they did with it too they didn't bring back that powder blue even though the powder blue is just naughty um yeah <laughs> they they really did keep the um the darker colors i really like i like the new yellow that they've implemented mm-hmm. it's not that cream like beer color it's the yeah so i, I think looks, that looks, looks really like nice more, it looks like more professional i guess you could say which mm-hmm. i mean it's not like that big of a deal but i mean i i just think it just looks more clean like it looks crisp you know mm-hmm. so i i don't i, I like them i really do yeah. i can't even i'd have to i have to look up what the jerseys look like again but i do like I do like what they look like, because yeah. I think it's like a dark. Isn't it a darker blue? Yeah, it's a navy. I mean, it's about the same blue. It, it's the yellow that makes it look different. 
Yeah, so um, that's not the only thing that's been happening with the Brewers. Yeah. A lot of off-season changes, people leaving. Yeah, big face uh-huh. change. Biggest names that people are going to realize that have, that have gone from last season to this season are going to be Eric Thames. They didn't re-sign him. They'd, oh, I didn't even know that. They didn't re-sign yeah. Eric Thames. They let him go. Um, so Eric Thames is gone. Travis Shaw is gone. Mike Moustakis is gone. And Yasmani Grandal big... is gone. I was really torn up about Mike or Moose leaving. I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't like that he was leaving. Well, but, I mean, he got a fat contract. They got fat con. Him and Yaz, they both got fat contracts, and they're both thirty-two yeah. years old. So you're gonna pay. Yeah. Those aging. What true. what I didn't like was Mustakas went to the Reds, and that's yeah. a division opponent. So then didn't Yaz money go to the White Sox? Yeah, the White yeah. Sox are gonna be a team to. They're gonna be a contender this year. Yeah, I think so as well. But so, the Brewers also got some like decent guys in free agency as well. So I mean, we didn't yeah. completely lose out. Well, we re- like, we retained um, Arcia, and then we yeah. also we um, we also resigned uh, Ben Gamble, right? Yeah, yeah, we resigned Ben Gamble. We also picked up Chase Anderson, which I thought was a good pick, good veteran. I like always. I always like picking up these like these like vet like seasoned veterans. Mm-hmm. So I think that's always a good um, addition. Yeah, we get, also especially for the young roster like the Brewers have. Uh huh. The I know Eric Sogard. He had a he had a short stint with the Brewers um, a couple mm-hmm. years ago. He's back. He's a second baseman. Um, I so he's going to be in the infield rotation. They also re-signed uh, Corey Knable and Alex Claudio, who mm-hmm. they initially let go. And my guy, yeah. Keon Broxton. Come he, on. Is he back or no? Yeah, he's back. Okay. He's back. He's my guy. Dude, um, what about what about our boy Tyler Saladino? Is I don't think from what I'm looking at right now, I think he's playing Mr. in Mr. Grand Slam. Yeah, is yeah, he playing he's in gone. Korea? Yeah. Oh man, that, I remember that dude like had those like two games where he was just popping off, mm-hmm. and then like and there was kind of two like game winning Grand Slam or not game winning, but well they were go ahead. Yeah. Pretty early. But, so I was like, oh, okay, all right, maybe this guy's got potential, but no. But the Brew, I, I'm liking the Brewers roster. We still have, we still have Yelich, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. They traded have... for Omar, Omar Navarez, I think. Okay. <clears throat> I don't remember, and he's no, a got... he's a solid catcher. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I I I tried to keep up a little bit with the Brewers offseason, but with the Bucks playing and stuff like that, I just kind of yeah. got sidetracked. But, um, but I know that. I mean, like I think this, I think the roster is like pretty good now because we still have Kesson Hira. I think that's how you say his last yep. name. Um, I think he's gonna have a good season. Hopefully, he'll be able to get more opportunities to play. Yeah, I mean, it'll be his second season, so. Yeah, and hit the lineup more. So I think I'm excited for what he can do. I'm gonna but be interested no. to see what they do at the third base position. Yeah. Um, I, they they signed. Uh, I think his name is Ryan Healy. I don't remember, yeah. but I think they signed him at th- for third uh, as a third baseman out of the free agency. But there's a lot they could do because I think they're going to move Braun to first base. Oh wait, um, what? Oh really? Okay. Yeah, because I mean they don't have a first baseman and they haven't made a move for one yet. So that yeah. opens up like Ben Gamble can play in that in left field with without taking Braun out of the lineup and you still have Lorenzo Cain in center and Christian yeah. Yelich in, in right field. So mm-hmm. that'll be – I mean, I'm excited for the Brewers season. I mean, it right now, uh, 
pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting in, in about a month yeah. to spring training, and now we're back in baseball season already. Yeah, so, I'm not going to lie. I'm not I'm not into baseball season. I'm, I'm fully invested in, in basketball and football right now. Yeah. But I've got, once, it, once, once I hear about spring training and stuff like that, I'll start paying attention day by day. But right now I'm fully invested in football and basketball. Yeah. But no, I do like to sum it up. Brewers uniforms are, are crisp. And lost a few players, but you know, shit happens. So we got some guys in return, so I'm not too worried about it. Brewers will always bounce back. So. Yeah, I have my faith in Craig Council mm-hmm. and yeah. Stearns, David Stearns, all the other. So there are we'll a bunch of panels. So. Still a long off season, so anything, anything's still possible. Mm-hmm. So um, let's go. Let's let's instead of talking about the Rose Bowl to start off, let's recap and talk about what we liked about the. <laughs> The Badgers football season. Oh man, um, they didn't have a horrible. Obviously, they didn't have a horrible season. They had a really good season. Um, the loss to what was it, Illinois? Illinois on that field goal. Yeah, I, that's that a was killer. that was a killer. Because I don't know how you beat. I don't know how you lose to Illinois, but then you beat Iowa, and then you beat um, Smoke Minnesota. Smoke yeah. Minnesota, yeah. So that was really that was really gut wrenching. Um, and then I love it when you have a twenty one point lead against Ohio State, and then you don't score in the second half. That's great. Um, Devastating. <laughs> so, but I mean, no. To to recap it all off, um, Badgers finished strong. Well, not yet. They still have to play the Rose Bowl, so we'll see how that goes. They'll be playing, I think, Oregon in the mm-hmm. Rose Bowl. Um, they're the sixth seed. The Badgers are the eighth. So that'll be a good game. Um, I I'll probably watch a little bit of it. Like I said, I'm just kind of college football for me is kind of bland. I'll probably watch the national championship at this point, but I don't. I just hate all the bowl games, like the the Florida County Credit Union, Chick Fil A bowl, and like just all these. Yeah. Just rant. I I just I just think it's kind of stale. I just um, I don't like how they don't have meaning anymore. You know. Yeah, like it's just like there's over a hundred bowl games. Like it's just for advertising at this point. Um, besides like, and it brings the school revenue, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) brings the program's revenue. True. But I I don't know. I'll watch a little bit. I always enjoy the Rose Bowl because the Rose Bowl is kind of like a classic, like college football game, Mm -hmm. but we'll just see. I don't know how Jonathan Taylor is expected to play, um, which is cool. He could just sit out and just prepare for the draft, which we don't even know if he's going to declare yet. Um, which I'm, I'm. I think it'd be stupid if he didn't. I don't know about you. I think it'd be stupid if he didn't. I yeah, I think so. But I mean, like, if he comes out and feasts, he's only going to be better next year, and I don't think it'll draft his or drop his stock, his draft yeah. stock at all. Yeah. Let's talk about like a few, uh, few players. Do you think that, like Chase Young for Ohio State? So they lost to Clemson, and he hasn't declared yet. The big defensive end, like the starting. Yeah, defensive I know. End. Um. Do you think he'll declare? I've heard that he might not declare. Really? Or that? Yeah, I've heard that he might not declare that he wants to come back. I mean, that's the thing. Like, if if they want to win a national title in college, they can. Like Ohio State can. They're yeah. always going to have the recruiting class. They're, even to the players that they lose, it's up to the players if they want to stay or not because they're going to take them. And they're yeah. Somebody like Chase Young is not going to lose draft stock just for staying in college another year. Yeah, because he's I gonna feel like, come back even better. Yeah, I suppose. I just I'm I'm always at that feeling like you can go get a bag, like go secure the bag, like at right now, 
Because like, what if what if he comes back next year, tears his ACL, and then Jeffrey Simmons tore his ACL. Yeah, but that yeah, He's but still he dropped, a first round pick. Yeah, but he he dropped tremendously. He dropped like a lot in the draft. Like he dropped pretty far. Wasn't he, was he like the fifteenth pick? I thought it wasn't he like second round. I'm pretty sure he's first round. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Regardless, he I got just, his bag still. Yeah, true. But I saw that. Um. So yeah, on Chase Young, who if he declares great, he'll be a top five pick. If he doesn't, he'll play next year. He'll still be a top five pick. Um, for Tua, do you think Tua declares? Um, with with the hip injury, I am actually unsure. I don't know if he will. I don't know if he will. I don't. I don't care if he does or not. Honestly. Yeah. I'm done with really, quarterbacks from I... Hawaii. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Oh man, but um. I think the hip injury was devastating for him, and his. I don't think his stock dropped tremendously. Trem, uh, that's not the word. I don't think his stock immensely. I I can't speak. There we go. Um, but I mean, it definitely hurts him a little bit. Um, but no, I guess we'll just have to see. I know mm-hmm. that Ceedee Lamb for the uh the Sooners declared the wide receiver, which he's arguably the best in the nation. And I'd love for the Packers to get him because the Packers have no playmakers. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb would be a great receiver to have. But no, after once uh, once the Rose Bowl is over and once the national championships over, we should start hearing from a lot of these big names um, to see if they'll declare and things like that. Um, I know that Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be a big name next season for if mm-hmm. for if he declares next year because he is he's playing really well. He'll be a junior next year. Um, and Hill, Clemson, and Ellis. Oh, Joe Burrow. Let's talk about Joe Burrow for a second. That man, that man was on fire. That man was on fire. I, I don't even know what to say. Seven like, first the game, half touchdowns. The game sucked. <laughs> I, I hated watching it. Seven first half touchdowns for him. That's a college football record. College football playoff record. Mm-hmm. And he had eight total because he ran one in. Because he ran and one in. Like the third. Yeah, that dude, that dude just like makes just the most crazy throws. My, I just worry that he'll be like a Matthew Stafford type quarterback, you know, like mm. he's good, but he just you know can't get over the hump. Because mm-hmm. like Matt, because like he's like Matthew Stafford, like highly recruited in high school, was like not not highly recruited in college because he bounced around. I, I know he was at Ohio State for a little bit, and then he transferred to LSU. Um, but then. He'll go from like the number one pick. He'll go to the number one pick, and then he'll just be on the Bengals. Because I've been hearing that the Bengals are like gonna take him if he declares. Um, so I don't know. I just hope he doesn't turn out to be like a big, not boss, but like just kind of like an average good quarterback. Yeah. I'd like to see him have success because he he definitely has the talent to do so. Mm-hmm. But, and he's likable. No, be... That's what I love about him. Yeah. He's, he's not very a likeable. he's not a cocky, out like well, yeah, outspoken were... player. Yeah, they're like showing him on the sideline, like after like they were up like forty five to like fourteen. He's just standing there, just mm-hmm. just like no emotion, just like all right, I'm going out next series. Yep. So yeah, I think I think I, I think he's got the right attitude for sure, especially with winning the Heisman and being potentially the number one pick. Yeah. Um, I think he will be. Number- he I yeah. think he'll be on the Bengals next year. Yeah, but but yeah, so I think we'll just have to see. Um, hopefully the Badgers can beat. Oregon, that'll be a good game. Um, what's uh, Justin Herbert? Is that the quarterback? He's he'll 
he's yeah. a, potentially a first round pick for the for the NFL as well. So, um, yeah. So I think the Badger season wasn't too bad. So I guess we'll just have to see. We'll wait until next year. I know the recruit. I know that they've already started getting some five star recruits. Yeah. Um, recruit signing day I, was just a few days ago. Yeah. Or so like last this- month, earlier this month. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know they got they signed a linebacker, um, like a four star linebacker, so that was good to see. Um, but no, I'm excited to see what if Jonathan Taylor leaves. I'm excited to see what the the running backs, his backups, can do next year, because hopefully they can kind of flourish and hit their strides. So, because mm-hmm. that's kind of what Jonathan, that's what happened to Jonathan Taylor. They just kind of threw him in there and he just started playing well. So, we'll yeah. just have to see. So let's get into the Bucks then. This is our bread basket right now. <laughs> These two teams. Yeah. So great. Yeah. The Bucks have been hot, you know. They've been they've they have the most wins of twelve or more. Um more mm-hmm. points. They've always been in every game. The first game actually that they haven't been in is up against the Sixers on Christmas. Yeah, what was, a great Christmas present, you know. Before we get into that, let's get in let's go, I think three games earlier they played the Lakers. Yeah. And that was, that was supposed a to be a, a big deal, you know, like and I just want to say, to Colin that's I want to say this. I was just going to say this. Colin Cowherd said, like, oh, it's a big deal for Milwaukee. It's their NBA finals. Well, I maybe last year, you know, it was our NBA mm-hmm. finals last year when we won games like that. But I feel like these games that we win, sure, were their big deal to us, but they're not. And when I say us, I'm not talk, just talking about the team. I'm talking about the fan base. Because yeah. I think fan base is mature. Like eventually, like the Patriots, you know, that's a good example. Yeah. They, these mm-hmm. games, like if the Patriots go into a game, like against the Chiefs, they don't mm-hmm. care. It's a big win to the Chiefs, like last year. Um, yeah. The Chiefs beat them in the regular season, but then came Patriots walked in in the AFC Championship. They win. That's, yeah, I think, where the Bucks City. fan base is at. Like we're not taking mm-hmm. these wins and just yeah. like sulking in them, you know. Yeah, we beat the Lakers. Think, cool, we're yeah, moving I think on. The Bucks, I think the Bucks have like the same mindset as as well, because like, like a lot of like I didn't even really see like a whole lot of hype from like Bucks fans like hyping this game up. I mean, obviously during the game, mm-hmm. like you'll see Bucks fans being like, "Oh, like we shut down LeBron or whatever, or we just blocked the shot." Um, but no, Colin Cowherd's an idiot in my opinion. I'm sorry. Like, like that just drives really? me nuts because if if the script was flipped. And the Lakers won. And if the Lakers won by seven or ten, whatever we won like, by, Davis they would have been like, the best yeah, duo ever. Like, yeah, they would have started hyping the shit. They would have said the Lakers have solidified themselves on top of the NBA. They yeah. are the best and I, team. And I'm like, that's I mean, I, such crap, you know? I know. And it's not like I'm not saying that it was like, and I, I think if he was saying that's like, oh, it's like one game out of 82, like it means nothing. Then I mean, I can sort of understand it because I mean, yes, it is one game. I mean, there's different things that could have happened, things like that. But, I mean, we're talking about a potential finals matchup. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we have to go off by what we're seeing. And, like, when if, say, the Bucks do make it to the finals and the Lakers do make it to the finals, what game are we going to look at? What tape are they going to watch? Mm-hmm. That game. They're going to look at the different schemes, defensive schemes, offensive schemes. So, I mean, it is, like, I'm not saying it's a big deal, but, I mean, it does matter. I mean, it, it is. it does matter because whenever they play different teams, they look at their old film. And things like that. So saying that it wasn't like a big, like oh it's it's just a not it's just good for the Milwaukee fan base. Like dude, we don't care. Like the we knew the Bucks were good. They were on the 17 game win streak before they played the Lakers. Like it didn't matter really. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, and but well before that, 
Well, well let's. I want to move on to the 76ers now because it's the exact. Yeah. It was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. The Sixers beat the Bucks. They were up by 29 at one point. Yeah. And the, the, all the headlines were like, the Sixers have proven that they're a contender in the <laughs> East. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just a game. Like, I, if I you're know. gonna say it, if you're gonna apply it to one thing, apply it to the other. Like. Yeah. The well, like Joel Giannis, shut down Giannis. Yeah, like, Giannis shot like eight for 27. You think that's all defense? You don't think him going yeah. 0 for 7 from three? There are pictures where he's wide open. It, it was not Giannis's day. Yeah, it just, you know? he just had a he just had an off day, and it happens to everyone. Um, but but yeah, I I completely agree. Like I don't even think the Sixers are that big of a threat in the East. To be to be quite honest, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, I'm no, ben, I agree with you. Ben Ben Simmons has not developed offensively like we all thought he would. Everybody's like, oh, he's got a three ball. He's gonna he's gonna start. He's made two threes on the year. He's mm-hmm. made two, and it doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't spread the floor. All he looks to do is either dish it or drive to the lane. And Giannis, Giannis used to do that a lot last season. But you can see, like, he went 0 for seven from the three point line. He didn't. Yeah, care but before, when he was the rest of the four. season, he's. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah, he's 33 percent still. Yeah, he didn't care. Like when he was shooting 0 for four, he didn't care. He just kept shooting because you know that's just what he's gonna do. He doesn't care what his stats are. He just wants to win. He's, mm-hmm. And he's and that's his attitude. So I think that, yeah, like what you were saying about Colin Cowherd and just saying that, I just think it's all BS. It's like, it's early in the season. The All-Star break hasn't even happened yet. That's how early it is. Mm-hmm. So There's I mean, another month and a half until the All-Star break. Exactly. Like, so I don't, I don't, I just think it's dumb. The Bucks already saying, almost have 30 wins. Exactly. Like I just think, it, yeah, I just think it's dumb to say that. I mean, the Bucks say that, that that game doesn't matter, that like, that like put the the Lakers in like a slump. They lost like four straight after that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't I don't know how you say that doesn't matter, but no, the Bucks are number one in the power rankings. The Lakers dropped all the way to fourth. Um, so yeah, I mean, Bucks are playing well, and I completely agree with what you're saying about that. I just think it's irrelevant. I think it's stupid because everybody just thinks the Bucks are just kind of like a not like a one hit wonder, but you know this this is just like a phase because they're just like oh Giannis is gonna leave and all that. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I agree. I agree. I wanna, I wanna go. So the game before the Sixers, Malcolm Brogdon came home. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I know what you're getting. I continue. Sorry. But he made a comment. Um, he did. He made a comment about I wanna, I wanna find the exact, exactly what they said. He said, he said something like, the Pacers valued him more than the Bucks. He's like, yeah, I wanted to stay here, but they didn't value me, and the like the Pacers value me. Uh-huh. And I was like. I was like, Malcolm, it's not that we didn't value. It's not that they it's didn't that, value. Like, we could not afford to pay you. Afford you, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> we couldn't afford you. Why would we? Why would we pay you so much money and miss out on like, if we if we paid Malcolm Brogdon, this is who we probably wouldn't have. Wesley Matthews, Brooke Lopez, Kyle, I believe Brooke it. Lo- yeah. Brooke Lopez, Kyle Korver, um, who else? I don't even know. We signed a bunch of free. Agents. We signed so many. Frank Mason, Dragon Bender. For- yeah, so we we would have missed out on all these different guys if we would have just signed one guy, and they would have just like known our offense. But now with Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews can shoot. Oh, can George drive. Hill probably. George, yeah, yeah. possibly, yeah, because we released George Hill and we resigned him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I love Malcolm Brogdon. I think he's I think he's doing really well this year. He's possibly going to be an All Star, um, possibly. It's it's close. Um, he's, he's got to get really votes first. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got to get votes. 
Um, but no, he's having a good season. But yeah, I just think that comment was kind of unwarranted on his end. It's like you're saying the Bucks didn't value like we literally were like waiting for you to come back. We called like, you everyone... the president. Yeah, like... we literally called you the president. Like, like saying that the Bucks you. didn't. Yeah, saying that the Bucks didn't value is is so far fetched. Like that's so stupid. Yeah, and yeah I don't blame him. Just couldn't afford you. I said it on Twitter. I said Malcolm Brogdon was the sacrifice to the basketball gods that we made. Exactly, we sent yeah. our little boy home, and yeah. we sent him off to, so we could find success. And look at how the Pacers are doing. Yep. I mean, like, they're doing all right, but they're not doing great. I'm not saying he's a bad player. No. But, I mean, he's, Not by he's, any means, because he's yeah. a good player. He's a 50-40-90 guy. And if he would have stayed in Milwaukee, he would have possibly been a bench player because he would have had Wesley Matthews, so he would have well, been possibly coming off the bench. No, Wesley possibly. Matthews would definitely come off the bench. We probably wouldn't have yeah. Wesley Matthews if... Yeah, that's true. He stayed. But we I wouldn't know. have looked, looked to fill that hole. But, no, but now he's a starting point guard for the Pacers. I think that when Victor Oladipo gets back, they'll be a pretty good team in the East. Um, but, no, I just – yeah, I agree. I just don't think that comment was warranted. So, I don't know. It's whatever. I knew that he was going to say something. I mean, because it's not like he can't – because the press is going to just push him until he does. Yeah. The one but, other thing I want to talk about is – how sick I am of hearing people. It's like Bucks fans don't want Chris Middleton to succeed. Yeah, it's like I agree. What the hell? Like yeah, I don't. I think I know what you're getting at. Like they're just kind of like like oh, why does Chris Middleton have the ball? And... Why does he suck? Like he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> suck. He doesn't I mean, suck. He is actually a really good player. I he know. takes some questionable shots. Like I hate when every other shot he takes is like a fader. Yeah, step, he, step back, fade away with, like, two guys on him. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely capable of making smarter decisions. But you know what? It it falls 40% of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and with the, without Giannis, with with Giannis being – because Giannis has sat out the last two games. Giannis has sat out the last two back, games, yeah. With back soreness. Um, and guess who stepped up? Middleton. Yeah, Chris is back. averaging, like, 25 a game. Yeah. Like, so without Chris eight Middleton, rebounds. Without Chris Middleton, Giannis wouldn't have about probably – about eight or ten points that he averages he'd probably mm-hmm. average like 22 points because chris middleton spreads the floor and he's able to get Giannis open and to be able to drive to the lane mm-hmm. so yeah i think that's also unwarranted i'm not yeah like you say he takes a lot of a lot of really some awful they're shots tough sometimes. they're tough shots but but he also makes a lot of the awful ones mm-hmm. so <coughs> excuse me so but yeah, I, I agree. I'm I like agree. the Bucks. The Bucks schedule is very favorable, especially with Giannis being out right now. Mm. I think they play the yeah. Bulls tonight. Yeah, that'll be a good game. And then he'll probably come back on two days on New Year's Day and play against the Timberwolves. I think. Okay. Timberwolves yeah. have taken a dive. They've lost like twelve straight. Mm. Like okay, yeah. So here's the schedule. They're they are on the road, on the road at the Bulls. Then they're then mm. they host the Timberwolves. Then they host the Spurs. Then they're in San Antonio. And then they're in. Then they go on a West Coast road trip that goes Warriors, Kings, Trailblazers, and honestly, they're going to be fine until they have to play the Trailblazers. And that's yeah. like that's the end of a, a big West Coast road trip. That's a that's a five day trip with four games. Yeah. So that's lots of lots of potential there to to sweep that. So, but I guess we'll just have to see. Hopefully, Giannis can come back. I don't want them to rush him back though, because I mean, the Bucks are winning without him. Mm-hmm. So we're approaching I mean, the just, mid-season point too. So 
Yeah, give him his rest. I mean, it's it's he deserves it. He's been working his ass off all year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Bucks are doing great. So, I got it. We got to move on. I got to get into the pack. All right, let's we, get into it. But I'm I'm we, gonna be harsh. We got. Do you think I'm gonna be harsh? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So Packers. So it's been a while since we've talked about the Packers. It's been since the 49ers game. So a lot has happened since then. Um, Packers haven't lost since then. Haven't lost since the 49ers game. They've won every game. Um, not by the margin that we would like, that Packer fans would like, but their wins. <laughs> wins a win. Um, they have clinched the two seed in the playoffs. They have a first round bye, barely. So they barely beat the Lions, which I almost had a brain aneurysm watching that game. Um, you know, they have the two seed, they have a first round bye, and they're guaranteed a game home at Lambeau, which they haven't had since 2014. So that is awesome. Um, I just love that they're playing in Lambeau. Huge advantage who for anyone who comes in. Huge advantage for the Packers against any opponent that comes there because everyone knows it's hard to play at Lambeau, um, no matter what team you are. Um, but yeah, Riley, let me hear your thoughts first since you're kind of for the season or for the and anything. Let me just hear your thoughts on the Packers as a whole right now. I think, Ooh, I'm sorry. I think they're going to get exposed mm-hmm. pretty bad. Honestly. In what ways? I think that like the offense, so the defense is solid. You know, I love the Smith oh. brothers. I love Kevin King. I love Jair Alexander. I love Adrian Amos. I love everything about this team, especially Kenny Clark. This defense mm-hmm. is solid. It's, it's the best Packers defense I've probably seen in forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's 2011 at least. And I, I don't think mm-hmm. that they have anything to fear. I think they can toe up with any team. I mean, they, they had a really rough game against the Niners. They had a rough game against the uh, the Lions yesterday. Yeah. And so that's a like th- those are red flags half, to me in the first, in the in the first, first half, half, yeah, because they outscored they, they only held them to three in yeah, the second that half. Great. That was great defense. <clears throat> I I think the pass rush is awesome. Yeah, they struggle against the run, but if the run is your problem, mm-hmm. they're they it like might... you you could be exposed in the in the secondary and it could be and a Mike lot Patton worse. Has, Mike Patton has stated that because um, somebody asked him, they're just like, "Yo, the run defense is like." it's it's not very good like why aren't why aren't you focusing on the run more and he's like he's like well if in this nfl it's a passing game now so i'm going to focus on the pass more i don't care about the run as much as the pass yeah which i mean i i agree it is a passing league like if the packers score like 14 points and it's like and in like the fourth quarter and you're down by like what 15 or whatever you're gonna have to start passing the ball and that and mike Pettin has like kevin king has five picks on this five picks this season and this is his third year he has six on his career. So over the last two years, he only had one interception. He has five this year. Mm-hmm. So he's he. So the pass defense is playing well. We're forcing turnovers, getting picks. Blake Martinez got a pick yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the pass defense is playing really well. The run defense is, like you said, not very good, but but it's it's it makes up for it with the pass with the pass defense. So continue, continue. Sorry, I, I didn't mean but, to interrupt you. But. but the offense. I mean, I'm not going to talk about special teams because. It's mm-hmm. consistent, you know. Yeah. Not not many big returns. There were, there was actually a, a sizable return yesterday. Yeah. On a kickoff, but um, the offense, man, I don't get it. If Aaron Jones but didn't exist, this offense wouldn't exist. Yeah. 
Like, cause no, I, I, I completely agree. There's, there's no playmakers outside of Aaron Jones. Even Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is a playmaker. He makes plays. Outside of Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and Devontae Adams, there's no one. This team has no one. Aaron uh, Rodgers Aaron is Ro- not a playmaker. That's what no. blows my mind. No, not not as of late, not this season. He has really struggled this season. And even after, like, let's talk about the Lions game. He missed – I've never seen Aaron, – Aaron Rodgers is one of the most accurate quarterbacks I've seen. I'm not saying ever. Let's clear that up. I'm not saying he's the most accurate ever. I think Drew Brees is, is one of the most accurate quarterbacks ever. Um, he was missing throws that I've never seen him miss. He missed Aaron Jones at the end of the half wide open touchdown on a wheel route just like literally 10 yards away overthrew him by a mile that was really annoying and, and he, he, he missed also, aaron jones like three or four times yeah within yeah, yeah. 10 yards like exactly yeah he missed him on a wheel route down the sideline um at the end of the game for a big gain it would have been like a 50 yard gain missed him wide open um he missed alan lazard a few times he overthrew him um but i so Aaron Rodgers even said after the game, he's like, you know what, I made a, I missed, I'm not, this is an exact quote, but he's like, I missed a lot of throws. Um, and he said, to be honest, I thought a lot of them were good at a point, but they weren't. So, um, but yeah, he missed a lot of throws yesterday. So that's unacceptable for him, especially of a quarterback of his talent. Like he was two for 10 in like the first half. That's horrendous. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely horrendous. And you can't do that if you want to win games. But also, it's not like the only – this is – and I was telling Riley this on the phone as he was trying to calm me down because um, I was getting so worked up. But I was like, I was like, these are – the Packers receivers are horrendous. Outside of Devontae Adams, and Alan Lazard has even shown that he can step up and make plays because he caught a big touchdown yesterday. I, he went up and caught that thing. It was a beautiful catch. Um, he caught a beautiful touchdown. Devontae – Devontae's Devontae, so he's going to do – he's going to do what he needs to do. But outside of Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, the receivers are, are horrible. Jimmy Graham overpaid, had a had a drop in the first quarter. It would have been like a 30-yard gain. Just completely dropped it. MVS can't get open. Has been, hasn't done anything in the last eight weeks. Geronimo Allison has done nothing. He caught a two-point conversion against the Vikings. That's about as all he's done. And... Jake Jake Kumro doesn't really get on the field much, so I can't really diss him for a whole lot. But he at least he at least he gets some separation because at least Aaron Rodgers has thrown his way has thrown his way. Um, but no, the receivers are horrible. They don't get open. They don't give Aaron Rodgers any separation. Um, so, but it's not like Aaron Rodgers has been very accurate as of late anyway. Um, but yeah, the offense is definitely struggling. Um, but the whole thing is is that. Um, it's uh, Ryan was telling me yesterday, Ryan, that uh, he's like the Saints have Houdat, the Vikings have Skull, and the Packers have Win Ugly. Like that's 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 like their whole thing is like Win Ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, if it works, it works. But with the with the playoffs being seeded the way they are, so the Eagles play the Eagles play the Seahawks, and the Saints play the Vikings. So and the Packers get the higher seed out of both of those games so if, unless something absurd happens in the Vikings Saints game I don't see the Saints losing that game and the Saints would be coming to Lambeau mm-hmm. and then the Eagles and the Seahawks Eagles and the Seahawks I'm guessing will probably beat the Eagles they would be going to San Francisco yeah. um, I do not want to see the Saints I don't want to see the Saints 
Drew Brees is having a spectacular season after coming back off of his thumb injury. Michael Thomas broke the single season reception record. He's um he's amazing. Um I don't think there's anyone who I don't think there's anyone who can guard him. Jair Alexander's a good cornerback, very good, but he's too small. Michael Thomas is too tall. I think Kevin King will probably be guarding Michael Thomas just because of the hype, but I don't want to see the Saints in Lambeau. I think it'll. I think they're going to get exposed, like you said, mm-hmm. and I just don't want to see that. If they make it a good, if they make it a close game and they put up a fight, then then that's understandable. Obviously, I always think the Packers can win just because I'm gonna because I'm biased and I'm just gonna say that. Um, and I think any no. NFL team can win on any given day. So. Exactly. Yeah, especially because the playoffs are a different animal. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have. Because I th- when I when I think of the regular season and you lose a game, you're just like, oh, all right, you know, like we'll get them next week if we still make the playoffs. Playoffs is it. You lose, you're out. Mm-hmm. So, not and a lot, a lot of teams have that type of mindset. Um, and the Packers have lots of playoff experience. Aaron Rodgers obviously been in the multiple playoff games, been to the Super Bowl. Um, but no, we definitely if the if the offense if the Packers want to win, they're gonna need to start scoring more. We can't we can't just be scoring 18 points a game and winning. That's not going to work. It's not going to work against the Saints. It's definitely not going to work against this, against the 49ers if we make it that far to play the 49ers. If the 49ers make it that far. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, overall, this season was a win for me. This was anything I ever wanted. We won the division. Um, we won the division where the second seed had almost, we were like three inches away from becoming the first seed with the Seahawks game last night. Um, finishing the season 13 and three, which I'm pretty sure when we did our predictions in like our first podcast, I think I said 12 and four and you said 11 and five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we, we exceeded our expectations of the Packers or they exceeded. Our Surprisingly. 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 Yeah. Um, so no, this, this season was the Super Bowl for me. Winning the division was the Super Bowl for me because not a lot of people pick the Packers to win the division. They always, they all pick the bears or the Vikings. So are you settling? Um, Am I, no, I'm not settling. I'm not. I'm Playoffs are enough. I mean, for for the way this season has gone, absolutely for me, for me, I'm not set. Obviously, I want the Packers to win the Super Bowl. I, I don't want to. I want them to make it to the Super Bowl. But I mean, I'm saying if we don't, I mean, this season, this season was a win for me. And I think next year, hopefully in the draft, we get a, or in the free agency, we get another playmaker for Aaron Rodgers, and hopefully that can help out the offense. Um, cause then I think next year could be our year for sure. If we retain our players. Um, but no, this season was enough for me. That's a really interesting take for a second seed. For a second seed. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, oh, this isn't like, it's not our year. Like next year will be our year. But... Yeah. If we get, just look at our offense. Our offense can't score. I think next year, if we get an offense, there's still the second seed though. I think that that elevates expectations. You made it that far. Now you're expected to be a contender. I think it's NFC championship or bust for this year. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough for sure. Especially because I just don't know what this offense, I don't know what this offense they're going to be stuck. They're going to teams are going to start making Aaron Rodgers throw the ball, which, which doesn't occur. Um, but I don't know. I'll just have to see. I think I, I think this year could be our year as well. I'm not saying it can't be. I just have doubts about the offense, and mm-hmm. and it just worries me. So yeah, but let's go through our. Because we don't need to recap a season because it, yeah, it's yeah. not over, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go through our wild card picks. All okay. right. So let's AFC start. And NFC? 
Let's start with the NFC. Okay. I have the hmm. The Seahawks and Eagles game is interesting to me. I've got New Orleans and Seattle. New Orleans and no Seattle. No way they don't. No way they don't win. I the only thing with the Seattle game, do if the if the Eagles get Jordan Howard and Zach Ertz back because they didn't play this last week, and they have Miles Sanders who's a good running back. They don't have any receivers though. I don't know that. I think that'll be a good game because the the Seahawks are banged up. They are. They're banged, banged up, like, up, but they even they they were toe to toe with the, the Niners. Niners yesterday. Yeah, I'll probably yeah I'm probably gonna go Seahawks and unless something ungodly happens in the in the Saints game, I'm gonna go Saints. So it'll be Seahawks Niners and then Packers Saints. Which will be a great game. Breeze versus Rogers is anything that anyone ever wanted, so that'll be awesome. Um, so let's go. In the AFC, AFC, I'm taking Buffalo and Tennessee. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything less from you. Um, yeah. The Buffalo Texans game, I think, is it's going to be awesome. That's going to be possibly the best game of the playoffs. Um, oh man, that's really tough. They're playing in Houston, right? Yep. Oh man, Josh Allen is the really road teams well. win in the AFC. Yeah, mm. JJ Watt could be coming back. He will be back. Oh, I'm gonna take Houston. I I'm gonna take Houston. I think Deshaun Watson's just too hard to defend. Uh and DeAndre Hopkins is so good. He's so good. And the and the Bills, the Bills are kind of like this is like if they be if they win the wild card, like that's their that's their Super Bowl. So I don't know. The Bills are like a feisty team. I'm gonna go Houston. I'm going Houston. Houston. I'm going Houston, and then I I can't doubt him. I gotta go Pats. Bill Belichick scares me. I, yeah. I gotta go Pats. Yeah. Keep sleeping. I'm not sleeping. Keep on the sleeping. Po- I, told you, I told you this. I told You're you sleeping. this on the phone. I, I'm not sleeping. I just can't. I'm sleeping. I'm gonna doubt the. To- I'm gonna doubt the Patriots who've won six Super Bowls in the last whatever. Who just lost years. to the Dolphins at home with all their starters in Week 17? Yeah, well, the Packers almost lost to the Lions with David Blau at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly the decline. I'm not sleep. <laughs> I'm not sleeping on the Titans. I told you their defense is good, and I'm I'm worried about the Pats facing their defense. And Mike Vrabel knows the Patriots because he played with Tom Brady. I told you all this. I'm. St- I just can't. I just can't get myself. I don't. I. I don't like either of these teams. So I hope it ends. I hope that the game goes on for like seven hours, and it just has to end in a tie because all the players are exhausted. That's what I hope. All right. Let's go on. Game. Let's go on. Who wins your divisional <laughs> rounds? Divisional rounds. I'm gonna be biased. I'm gonna say the Packers. Packers for over New Orleans. Packers over New Orleans, and then. I'm going Seahawks. I can't. I can't root for the Niners. I'm going Seahawks, especially because they Seahawks. Almost... And then who wins your who wins your AFC Championship? Packers Seahawks. Whoa. Packers Seahawks. Is it? It's, it's gonna in be Lambeau. In, it's in Lambeau. Um, I'm gonna say Packers because mm-hmm. the Seahawks are all banged up. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna say Packers. All, all right, right. So let's go to let's go to AFC. Who did you have? You had Houston. I had Houston the and I had. Yeah, and I had Houston and the Patriots, so Houston. So Houston play. plays Baltimore and Baltimore and Oof. New England oh, plays Baltimore. Kansas they, City Baltimore, and Kansas City. Baltimore wiped the floor with them last time they played. I'm I'm going Baltimore. Baltimore. And then the Pats and who is it? The Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs. Chiefs. And then who wins Ravens. that? 
Oh, God, Ravens. Jeez, that's going to be a great game if that happens. Uh, the Chiefs beat them this regular season, but that was kind of like before Kyler, that was before Lamar Jackson. Hit, I almost said Kyler Murray. That was before Lamar Jackson hit his stride. Oh, that's going to be a great game. That's going to be a high-scoring game. I think that's going to go in the 40s. Uh, I want to have to say, God, do I do it? I can't doubt him. MVP, Patrick Mahomes. I got to go Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. In my yep. Super Bowl is Baltimore. I'm not going to go through all my divisional. It's going to be Baltimore and probably San Francisco. Baltimore and San Francisco? I just don't understand how San Francisco gets chunk plays like every time they snap the ball. I know. They just get like, like 12 yards, yards 17 with Raheem, yards. With, with Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Freaking Jeff whatever his name. Jeff Wilson. So. Um, my, my Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go Chiefs Niners. Chiefs Niners. I thought you, I thought you like, had the Packers and the Seahawks playing in the NFC Championship. Oh, my God. I did. I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind today. Oh, Chiefs Packers, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Super Bowl Chiefs one. Packers. Or is that Super Bowl? No, that's Super Bowl one. That's Super Bowl one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rematch. And then so, who do I think? I think Chiefs win that game. Yeah. They're too undefendable. I don't, I don't know out of the Niners. Baltimore. I'm yeah. just hoping for a good game. Not like last year's. So. Yeah, I just don't want the, all. I, I just don't. I don't care who makes the Super Bowl as long as it's not the Patriots. I just want to see someone else represent the AFC in the in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Hopefully, so. it's Tennessee. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap that up here. Hopefully, we can get these pumping out on a consistent basis. This yeah, is fun. We'll let you guys. We'll let you guys know. We've both yeah. been very busy. Riley's. I wouldn't say on vacation now, right now, but he's he's just kind of. I'm down in, in the limbo. south. Yeah, so he's not in his regular setup. Um, he's spending time with family, which rightfully so. Um, and I've been working a lot and just kind of trying to relax and enjoy, enjoy the semester off, enjoy the winter break. So, but no, we're gonna try to hopefully get these out every. We'll probably we'll probably do one during the Super Bowl week, probably. We'll our probably do one in the playoffs. Yeah. So. so. But yeah, we'll let you guys know. We'll keep you guys updated. Remember to follow us on. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, also, our YouTube channel as well. Uh, we're gonna hopefully we've been talking about some new ideas to put on there, uh, which we'll let you guys if we're gonna do them, we'll let you guys know soon. Um, but yeah, anything else, Roy? That's it. Have a great, uh, have a great rest. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Go pack, go. Fear the deer. Yes, sir. Fear the Tighten beer. Up. Tighten up. I Tighten up. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll check you guys next week. Later. See ya.